Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B. C. Alright. And today, stoners, we're gonna talk about something that I've already talked about before, but I'm gonna talk about again, and I don't give a shit. And then next segment, we're gonna talk about something that I don't think I've talked about before, but it needs to be addressed. First segment, we're gonna talk about police. Second segment, we're gonna talk about weaponizing your children. Yeah, all right. Let me light my thing. I'm not sure the name never asked. Anyways. Uh, I hope everybody's safe out there, you know, for the uh now it's my time. For the quarantine and thing, you know. Um the world is changing. You know, um uh, I just hope that we all can adapt. I know we all won't, but the majority. I hope I hope we can adapt and I hope everybody's okay and safe. Okay, quarantine if you have to. Protect yourself. Move forward, stoners, alright? Now let's get into the show. Now, first of all, we're going to talk about police. Now, both both segments of t- today's podcast, one came from an argument, not really an argument, but a, a passionate conversation I had with my girlfriend. And the second one was a conversation I had with my friend about something he's going through in his life. And I'll get to that later. Now, let's talk about these police. Fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Look, check this out, stoners. Me and my girl got an argument over, is there such a thing as a good cop? And I said, no. And she said, well, what if our son, you know, gets kidnapped or whatever, and a cop goes out there, gets him, brings him back safe and sound? I will shake the cop's hand, thank him for doing his job, then mosey along, but he's still a bad person. She didn't understand you know, and I, 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 I tried to explain it to her, but, you know, how'd that go? But my point is this, stoners. Okay, let's start this. The prisons, the, the policing and prison system was introduced in 1866. 1865, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But 1865... Yeah, slavery was abolished. Okay? So you got 5.5-6.8 million black people just running around America. Now you're not supposed to kill them, but they tried to kill most of them. You don't want to lose the slave work. But hey, slavery is abolished, so what do you do? You create a system that systematically basically put them in the same restraints that they just left in other words saying they took slavery from the man and gave it to the state when slaves were in the in the in in the field you know what i'm saying and they were um you know picking their cotton singing their songs and all that good shit 
they were watched by uh, people called overseers. And their job was to oversee the land, make sure that they're doing their job. And if any of them leave, you call the slave catcher. Now, the slave catcher had a little badge, a little star badge. Looks like the sheriff badge that we uh, are commonly known to today. Okay, stoners? And on it, and you can Google this, and on it, it said slave catchers. Well, once there were no more slaves, the slave catchers became the police. And it built up from there. That's why there was so much corruption and all that good stuff when the police first started out, like in L.A. and Chicago, New York and all this stuff. That's why. Because you had a whole bunch of good old boys with power. So that's what they did. They exercised it, stoners. Now I'm talking to black, white, Chinese. I don't know why it's so hard for me to name any other ethnicity other than that, but it is, whatever. But I'm talking to everybody. Nobody should want to be a cop. You know, I understand wanting to try and make a difference from the inside, but that system was not, first of all, it wasn't made for you, and it was made, it was made to be against you. Okay, Stoners, I'll give you a story of a good person trying to be a good cop. There was this lady, I forget her name. Um, Breakfast Club did an interview about her. That's how I know about her. Now, she was on duty, on a call with her partner, white male. Um, The white male officer started to, when they got to their call, he started to literally, first he handcuffed the black man, and then he literally went to town on him. Rights, left, kicks, everything. Talking about stop resisting. Well, the good woman, she's a woman, by the way. The good woman literally pulled the cop off. So you know what the cop did? Broke her jaw for her good service. Oh, and guess what else happened? She got fired. (laughs) That's not all. Stop being silly. They also took her pension. Still to this day, she's in court right now trying to fight to get her pension. Why? Because she thought being a good person and being a good cop was the same thing. And it's not. There are plenty of good people that are cops. But how many good people put on that uniform and just sat by and watched their fellow officers do things they know were A, illegal, B, wrong, or C, all of the above? You have a good person sitting there watching bad things happen. There's a saying that says, in order for evil to succeed, Good men must do nothing. I don't know who said it. I heard it before. So if you're a good person and you got on that uniform, but you want to keep your pension, you want to keep your job, and you know the ins and out the politics of how you climb the ranks of that jujitsu system, you're not going to risk it for an unknown you don't know. They had a video I seen on Facebook today, Stoners. Uh, the cop asked for backup because the, the the suspect he was uh trying to talk to was getting all belligerent so when the three officers pulled up they grabbed the wrong black man wrestled this man to the ground did a seismic toss halfway slam he lands on his goddamn wrist and cracks his wrist in half then they still handcuff him knee to the back so the black officer walks up and says um after they didn't did all that extraness he walks up and says 
yeah, your suspect is over there. You know, I was trying to figure out why were y'all asking him to put his hands behind his back. And before I can even say one word, y'all just went off that. And you know what they did? All right, buddy, you all right. Get on up. And they just walked away like ain't nothing happened. But that's the organization y'all want to be a part of. There is not one person on God's green and water bubble that has become a cop and made a difference. It doesn't happen. See, first, you, they say you got to be a cop, right? Then after you become a cop, you got to become a detective. After you become a detective, maybe you pass the bar and you become a lawyer. After you become a lawyer, maybe you, you know, you get some handshakes, some ass kisses here and there, you become a judge. After you become a judge, you go to Supreme Court. After you go to Supreme Court, you go to the U.S. Court. And then, maybe, and that's a big maybe, then you can start to maybe implement change. But as a grunt, a cop, an officer of the law, this, you literally do nothing but follow orders. So, my point is, there is no such thing as a good cop. There's no such thing as, oh, that's just a few bad apples. Being a cop is a bad apple because it was built on hate, murder, racism. Think about this, Stoners. You ever notice back in the gap, you ever watch some old westerns, them old shows, and they're like, call the sheriff. And the sheriff literally only had like a house with like a couple of cells in it because that's all they needed. Good old boys go out there and kill them some niggas. They're not going to jail for that. Now they get drunk and then, you know, disturb the peace. Oh, I'll go sleep it off, Bob. Throw him in that cell. Oh, but now the niggas are free. Now we got prison systems, private prison systems. Michael Jordan became a billionaire because of private prison systems. Mm-hmm. You can literally buy land, build a prison on it, Solicit that prison to the government. That government would then send you a letter back saying that your your facility is now ready to be staffed and housed. You get your staff, and then you just start filling it up. Every time a new prison pop up, it takes no more than a month to fill it up. I'm talking about to the point of overcrowdingness. No, no less than a month. In whatever region it's in, no less than a month, no matter where it is. That's why they say prisons are big money. Big, 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 big money. Okay, stoners. Everything about the law is corrupt. Okay. Protect and serve. Protect me. If I need your help, serve it to me. Other than that, I should have no interactions. You know? American American cop cars piss me off. Kiss my ass with the tongue out. Do you know foreign cars are actually made so they can be seen? up to a half a mile away bright big colors yellow orange hot pink like like the the car cars in england are like a bright 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 white and a very bright yellow because it's the law that they have to be visible at all times where our cop cars be at ducked off behind some type of garbage can and 
You think you just driving along, having a good old time, and out of nowhere, lights come from behind a dumpster. You're like, what the fuck is that? What the hell he was that? You know what I'm saying? They actually hide so they have a better chance of of writing you a ticket to fill their quota or just, you know, pull you over and take what you got. They hide to give you incentive to do something wrong rather than be visible. Because when you see a cop, whether they have somebody in the car or not, you're going to slow down, you're going to straighten up, put your seatbelt on. But they don't want that. They don't want you safe. They want you penalized. And I ask you, how how does a place that has so much corruption that was built on so much hate has so many people wanting to join it to change the world. I don't know, stoners. Sometimes we should just sit back and think about the things we're doing. Are we pleasing ourselves? Are we pleasing the family? Or psychologically, are we just trying to please the white man's world? You want to be a cop for what? Name one time you had a peaceful and nice interaction with the cops. You know, I never, you know, what I, you know, you know, you know what I never got stoners. I thought cops was trained for hand to hand combat, like how to defuse a situation real quick. But if you notice, look at all these cop brutality videos. They, the people that they are arresting and, and the people that they are harassing, they know more about how to defuse a situation. And sometimes, excuse me, sometimes more about the law than the cop do. I mean, the cops come up like they like they very terrified. Why are you so scared? If you're scared with all that equipment on, with a vest on and you're pointing a gun and you're terrified, how do you think we feel? But like I said, people are like, you know, they're not robots. Maybe they should be. This is not a job. Chris Rock said it best. This is not a job where, you know, it's okay. It's acceptable to have one or two that's bad. That's not the type of job you need a couple of people that, ah, it happens, you know, bad apples. No, you wouldn't want a couple of bad apples in the hospital, a couple of doctors that are bad apples, they just don't know what they're doing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want a couple of pilots, a couple of bad apple pilots about to fly you somewhere. No, this job is so important now. They have to be robots. You can't have somebody like Mark Furman, a known racist, on your force. Like I said, Stoner, I don't, um, and my brother wanted to be a cop, so, you know, I, I have no, I have no fucks to give, I, I keep it a hundred, one hundred, um, I don't know, I don't like police, I never have, um, I've never called for any reason, whether I've been beat up, somebody stole something from me, you know, none of that good shit, I don't call the police, you know, I called the police one time in my whole life, I know people are like, nigga, you just said you never called the police, I called him one time, right? Because I thought my son like literally left the house or somebody took him because I could, I'm screaming up and down the block. Nobody answering, nobody uh, answering me. I'm just very panicked. So I, I start, I called the police. By the time they got up, he had already showed up. He just couldn't hear me because he was in his friend's house playing video games or whatever. So, okay, cool. Cops pull up. I literally said, man, I apologize for having y'all come out here for nothing. But, you know, he just, he just walked up. He was in his friend's house. He couldn't hear me calling for him. But thank y'all. And I go to walk away. He asked me for my ID. I said, for what? And he said, we just want to check and see if you have any warrants. You don't have anything. We're going to roll out. I'm like, well, I'm the one that called y'all because I thought my son 
was kidnapped and now that I, I feel like everything's okay now you're gonna cause a problem for me and he was like well why would it be a problem unless you have warrants I said I don't have warrants I have not one but if I did you're literally about to take me away from my son when I literally psychologically just got him back because I thought he was gone I was really panicking and then when he walked up I was so happy and now if I did have warrants you're ready to take me away from my son he looked at his partner they both looked at me and they shrugged their shoulders and said man just have a good day and got in the car and rolled off but as I'm walking up the stairs I'm like I don't get it like a father thought he lost his son he gets him back and your your ending is checking to see if I got warrants crazy just crazy oh yeah by the way I, uh, I actually did have one warrant you know speeding ticket but no fuck them they had no right to ask me that anyway stay tuned and we're back I didn't mean uh, stoners I didn't mean to go that long on uh, on that last segment you know, it's very passionate. I'm very passionate about it. But y'all really gonna hate me because I'm very passionate about this one. Let's talk about weaponizing your children. Mm-hmm. Let me light my thing. Now look. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I mean, I'm more than sure there are men out there that do this. You know, there's always somebody for somebody. But I'm mainly talking to my my, my lady stoners. If you have a child, buy a guy, and then that guy decides to act a fool and not want to help you raise the child, well then love, you made a bad choice in judgment, in character, you take that blessing, eat that L, and you move on, all right? Now, this is what I mean by weaponizing your children. You got with this nigga. Because like, like what every nigga do, we put our best foot forward. We ain't gonna let you know we got all kinds of baggage. We gonna put our best foot forward. So you say, fine, I'm gonna get this nigga a chance. He fucks around and shoots the club. You're not about to have no abortion. We having this, baby. Now you find out this nigga don't have nothing. Matter of fact, if he had something... I mean, if he had nothing, that'd be something. All right? So he lives with his mama or his sister or his best friend or whatever. He don't have his own. He catches the bus or Uber or he riding in your shit. 90% of the things he gets, you pay for. But now you're getting sick and tired of it and you mad. You know what? I'm going to put you on child support. You don't want to do nothing? I'm going to put you on child support. Now, what you have to realize, what you just did, ladies, you just weaponized your child. You took the relationship that he could have had with his father, crumpled that shit up, and you just made a void because he don't have he don't have a father no more, you know. And there's no strong male figure in his life that he can look up to as a father unless he go to the streets, and we don't want that. Okay. So you just 
you weaponize because it's so easy. like check this out stoners um you know if you sign a birth certificate yeah if she go to the family court yeah she don't even need you there you don't even have to be there if you sign the birth certificate and she wants to put you on child support a she don't she don't need a real valid reason all she have to say is he don't want to help me with the kids they don't ask for no receipts they don't ask well what have you been doing they don't ask anything sign the papers then they ask do you want to get put on food stamps as well it kicks in not only only i guess whoop the whoop i don't know kicker of it is it doesn't kick in until you get served the papers so everything's in the system as soon as a cop pulls up to your house or your job or wherever he can find you at and he hands you these papers and he put in yes the papers have been served the very next thing you get you gotta start paying uh, child support now if you listen to my last podcast i talked about child support and i talked about why i believe that it's literally not for you know the poor or the just the meek the ghetto you know just us and it's really not a good thing to begin with you know I, I believe women are very much stronger than that you know they're stronger than i need a dependent you know so many single mothers give birth to d1 athletes <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's crazy so i believe women are way stronger than child support so that's first and foremost second secondly Think about this. Now, I said all that about him. You know, he he lives there, he does that, that, that. I said that to say this. You put him on child support, right? You say, yo, I'm putting you on child support. You want to help me with this kid? I'm going to put your ass on child support. Now, he wasn't paying, but now he can't pay, but now there's penalties. So now you have this man's life in a chokehold. So now he resents the kid and he don't like you. And now you don't like him. And now y'all beefing. And now he's not even getting real jobs. He's fucked that child support. I'm getting paid under the table. Like, I use my own personal life as an uh, example, especially in my last podcast. Please go back and check that out. But I use my personal life as a pro- as an example. I'm not one of the motherfuckers that, that had his first kid and said, you know what? I got to get my shit together. I got seven children. It took me seven years to get to where i'm at right now stoners a beautiful big white fucking three-bedroom home oh my god i love my house two cars in my in my carport big old yard land beautiful job i got a coin so i could spend huh but it took me seven years after my, actually, no, actually, no, I'm, I'm high. I need to really think about this. Because my, my first child, he's he's 12. So, yes, it took me 12 years. 12 long years to get to where I'm at right now. Mm. And now, I'm the man. You go by your daddy house. I ain't got to tell your daddy. Not only is child support being paid on a regular basis, extra money is coming through here, put that in your pocket, make sure you're straight. It took me 12 years to become the man that she really needs, not wants, but needs. And by she, I mean all my baby mamas, except for one, Shannon, you can eat a dick. Yeah, I said, I don't give a fuck, my platform. Okay? 
Don't weaponize your children. Don't make them be, you know, the gun and the bullet to the man's heart. Especially when you know he wants to be there. You know? Now, I didn't have money, but hey, I had a lot of time to spend. I will come there and and just give him all of my ideas and we'll chill. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have my own, so you can't bring them to me. I don't have that much money, so you know, I can... Eh. Like, understanding goes a very long way, Stoner. Understanding of another person. Not not understanding of, oh man, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. The understanding of, man, if he could, I know he would. A lot of women don't want to think that. A lot of women want to think that for some reason we have $20,000 buried in the backyard along with six gold bricks and we just refuse to give you the money, you know? And that's that's far from the case, you know, especially in today's climate. I guarantee you if they got it oh, they they're more than willing to spend it. You know what I'm saying? In today's world, the social media world, the show everything you do world. Oh, niggas love showing them receipts. You know what I'm saying? But. A woman would hate to say that to herself. Well, if he ain't got it, he ain't got it. I ain't worried about it. You know. Here's something, uh, my my lady Stoney, that you're not gonna want to hear either. And uh, shout out Dave Chappelle for putting this in the air. Just because he got you pregnant, that does not make him obligated to your baby. Ooh, that hurt, huh? Y'all like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Because he got you pregnant, that don't make him obligated to your baby. Look, hey, there is no law that says you have to be a father. I'm just being quiet so I can let that sizzle in your spirits. Just like there's no law if you get pregnant as a lady stoner and you want to have an abortion, you don't have to ask me. You don't have to ask anybody. That's your body. So you go there and you you get taken out whatever you want taken out. Well, this is my body. This is my money. Now, I'm not here to say that's right. I'm here to say this. Maya Angelou said, if somebody show you who they are, believe them. Don't sit up there trying to change them. Don't sit up there and get mad. Understand who that person is and then move forward amicably. Don't even worry about it. If they change, great. If they don't, that's not your concern. As a lady stoner with a child or children, that's your main concern. What this fool doing or not doing is not. Why? Because it's going to get done regardless. Why? Because you're there. Oh, it's unfair that you have to do everything. Life's unfair. Life's unfair. Okay, stoners? Listen. This is why women are way more stronger internally with the energy and the chi that they have that's why they are so much stronger than us because yes there are single dads out there right but we need that that other part so we can be whole you know we need the yin to the yang because we're dad we're protector we're provider we're the gestapo when things get crazy 
that nurturing, that caring, that love, that real tender, you know what I'm saying, love, that motherly love. You need that mother. But a mother, oh, they can be both. Mm-hmm. You can be a mother that loves their child. But he'll never disrespect you out of 10% fear and 90% respect. 90% respect because you've always been there. 10% fear because he felt that fucking hand come across his face before. So that's why I say, you know, y'all stronger than that. You don't have to, you know, threaten not to see your kids. You don't have to threaten, I'm going to put you on child support, which brings a whole nother set of problems for y'all as a family. And yes, y'all are a family. See, a lot of people are scared to do it by themselves because they be like, oh, man, I don't want to come up struggling. You know, I was struggling back in the gap, blah, 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 blah. But let's really think about it, stoners. Our childhood may have been hard. It may have been hard. Anybody that come from Ghetto USA, it may have been hard. But you can't tell me we didn't have fun. You can't tell me you didn't have a great childhood. You can't tell me you didn't smile. So you may have came up hard, but that made you who you are. We want to protect our children from things that they need in this life to survive. We know how you feel about the father. Let that man come around and see his child and then let let that child for himself, you know, grow his own relationship and form his own thoughts. You never know. They might match yours. But if they don't, then it be that way sometimes. Your, your kids are not leverage. Don't let the world and society and your nagging ass friends make you destroy your family so you can prove a point and look and look good, I guess. It's it's bullshit. It's utter bullshit, stoners. You know what I'm saying? It's utter bullshit. My whole, you know, I love and respect all my baby moms, even Shannon, the bitch. But I love and respect all my baby moms, you know, because all of them, you know, hold a special place in my heart. All of them have shown me how to live and how to love my kids. And they have all given me a chance. And guess what? I'm on child support. You know, maybe I'll do a story time about that, but it's not, it's not what you think. It's not how you think it, you know, Jenna Daniels, Christina Jackson, Alicia Finley, Catherine Durrell. I love y'all, you know, Shannon, you can eat a dick. So my thing is this stoners. Don't weaponize your kids. Your kids are not weapons. Let them have their fathers. Let them have their mothers. Let them have their family. You know, and if he don't want to be around or hey, if he can't be around, then that's on him. He is no longer or she is no longer your concern. Your concern, your your concern should be the child always. Women like to use that on men a lot too. 
You know, you should be worried about your child. Well, you should be too. And if y'all both focus on the child, you'll never, you will never guess how great y'all relationship would be when y'all, both y'all focus is on the child and not on each other. Or not what he did or she did or da 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 da. When it's like, man, we're going to take care of this child and do our thing and you do you, I'm going to do me. As long as you're alive, we good. It's a beautiful thing. Co-parenting, when it's done right, is a beautiful thing. It's a very beautiful thing when it's done right. So stoners, my lady stoners, when you get mad at the man you was just laying in bed with that you that you deemed precious enough that you that you gave him that that ill yeah. Remember that. At one point you liked this nigga. At one point he was the shit. Now, yes, okay, maybe y'all didn't work out. And fellas, too, look at the woman. At one point, she was the shit. Now, maybe y'all didn't work out. But guess what? Something beautiful came out of it. Let's make, now, we may have messed us up. Let's not mess this up. Because how we treat each other, we'll fall back on how we treat him. And that'll, and that'll hold on to him. And that's how he'll treat his future woman. Or vice versa, the woman, that's how she'll treat her future man. All vindictive, like you make me mad. I'll I'll key your car up and siphon out your gas so you be late for work. Like, bitch, I gotta go to work. Why would you stop my money? You know what I'm saying? You don't want a crazy broad. You don't want to raise a crazy body. You don't want to raise a crazy a crazy dude. You want to show them that just because the rest of the world want to try to move faster, or the rest of the world is not quick enough to speed up with you. You stay in your lane. You move at your own speed. If people could get in your lane and rock with you, fine. Enjoy. If you can't, that's not my business. So to all my lady stoners, think about this before you go to that child support place. Think about this before you start blasting him on Instagram or Facebook or whatever have you. Think about this when you're bad-mouthing him to your friends. You know what I'm saying? Lying and such is trying to make yourself look good. Think about you used to love this man. You used to make love to this man. He used to be something important to you. Now all that love and trust and commitment has flowed through both of y'all and ended up into that child or children. Y'all messed y'all up. Don't mess that up. Please follow me on all my social medias. Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M-R-S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-B-C. Also, going on over to uh, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe to my Stoner Talk channel. Fly on over to uh, Twitch. Subscribe to uh, Mr. Super Duper BC as this also. And, uh, yeah. Cops are no good. There's no amount of good that they can do to make them good because they were built on hate women if you decide to have the child and the man does not want to embark on that blessing with you that's his loss don't let it become your problem stoners unite